Welcome everyone to the first episode, first podcast of Quarantine Podcast, podcast where really anything goes. Um, today we're gonna be talking about some sports, uh, NFL draft coming up. Oh, as as of today, as we're recording this, the NFL draft is tonight. And today I have Dre Wilkins with me. Everyone, what's up, everybody? Um, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about the NFL draft. The NFL draft's coming up. Uh, as everyone knows, Bengals have the number one overall pick, and everyone knows going with Joe Burrow. That's unanimously Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Like, yes, unanimous. I don't think um, they're going to trade that pick either. No, a lot of people have no been saying that, but I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, there's been a lot of reports, too, that there's no chance they're going to trade that pick. So... Number two pick, obviously going to be Chase Young. There's no doubt about that. I've been hearing a lot of people talking about Isaiah Simmons. I don't know. I mean, he is a monster, though. That's facts. He's yeah, a just he all-around defensive player. Yeah, he can play anything. Yeah. But um, one thing I do want to talk about, or I know we're talking about the draft, but I was just um, reading an article about um, the Steelers and them not having a first-rounder. Um, which is tough, as we're most most people are here that are listening. Hopefully, are big Steelers fans because you know from Berg. Facts. One thing I do have to say is, why not trade? Since we don't have first rounder, why don't we trade like a fourth or fifth round pick for Jacksonville's uh, Leonard Fournette? A, there are so many lopsided trades that go on in the NFL that I. I'm just saying that just I only because could see that happening. Yeah, only because um Jacksonville even reported that they're very they want very open to trade discussions, and even if it's like, I don't know, like we need we need running backs. We need yeah, James, James Conner really hasn't been cutting it. He's he's always injured. Benny Snell, I think, is very promising. He's good. He's he could be young. a good two back. Yeah. But like Leonard Fournette, he rushed for I think like seventeen hundred yards last year. Yeah, Leonard Fournette is a monster. He had seventy catches. That's it's a perfect. It's a dual threat. Yeah, because the Jaguars they want to ship him. I already know they want to because he's talking yeah. about how they want Cam Newton to come in. Yeah, and Garner Minshew probably took that the wrong way. So now oh, they yeah. want to get him out of town. Yeah. So I think it's I think. Yeah, a lot of stuff during this offseason already happened. It's been a very eventful offseason. But I really think there's a lot more to come. I really think there is. Yeah, if I were the Steelers, I would do it. Just yeah. test the waters, see what they can give yeah. up to get him. Because he's a, yeah. a pro bowl back. He's one of the league's best. There's yes. no doubt about that. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about was um, Joe Burrow. Is he the real deal? Like, is he like everyone knows? Like, amazing quarterback his this last year, um, Heisman Trophy winner. But at the same time, like, there's a this is a very very good draft class for quarterbacks in my opinion. Oh yeah, compared to last year, oh my goodness, last year yeah. was pretty bad. Yeah, for sure. Last year didn't have that many. Bad Daniel Jones going in the top ten. Yeah. You're in trouble if you have Daniel Jones going in the top ten. Yeah, then you I, have I Tua, like like Tua versus Joe. Like Tua was neck and neck with him before he got injured. Yeah, 
the Bengals, that number one pick wouldn't have been secured if Tua didn't get hurt. Yeah, 100%. Because a healthy Tua could be just as good as Joe Burrow. Well, yes, 100% agree with that. Um, another big position I want to talk about this year is um, the wide receiver position. Dude. You have a lot of good wide receivers coming out of this. Yes. Yeah. Jared Judy, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in probably him in college football. There's no doubt about that. CeeDee Lamb, absolute monster. Henry Ruggs from Bama. Isn't he the speedster? Yes. That was like Tyreek Hill. Yeah. There's there's a lot of good players in this this upcoming this draft. draft is stacked for real. Yeah, it's gonna be a very eventful draft. But w- one thing I really wanted to talk about. It's really crazy in the NFL world right now. Um, Gronk to the Bucks. Oh, man. What do you think about that? Man, I just think that that's a good move for the Bucks. I mean, they're probably not going to have Gronk for that long. I'd give them like yeah. maybe two years, two or three mm-hmm. years. But for the time being, I think they could get another championship because Gronk and Tom Brady, you know, they got that connection. Who do you think Gronk... will outlive the other? Do you think Tom Brady will be in the league longer than Gronk will coming back or Gronk outliving Brady or retiring at the same time? No, I, I could kind of see Brady standing longer than Gronk because Gronk, he gets, he gets hurt so much to the point where, like, it forced him to retire early. Yeah, which is why I'm sure. surprised he's coming back. But like yeah. Brady, he's been pretty durable throughout his career for the most part. His like major yeah. injuries had was like a ACL tear, I think. But other than that, Brady's been going strong. Yeah, he's. Yeah. But who do you really think? So you think the Bucks won that that trade? Oh, for sure. Like I know, like I said, they're not gonna have Gronk for long. But like, he's a real productive tight end. He's some people say he's the best. Like I, I think they're gonna get good results out of Gronk coming back off of his yeah. retirement. I think one thing I do have to say, I think it's a little bit of a risky trade. I'm not saying it's a bad trade. Oh yeah, definitely. Out of games risky. for a year. So I don't know. I think. Oh yeah, you're right. Time about will tell. That. Time will because tell. Because he taking a year off of football, man. Football shape is like no other. Yeah, if he hasn't been like working on stuff, it's gonna take some time for him to get back into that. For sure, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't. But at the same time, like it's a whole new system, whole new coach. But that Bruce Arians is an amazing coach. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, at least it isn't in um John Gruden. Yeah, <laughs> horrible. Yeah, speed. But Bruce Arians is mainly known for not using his tight ends a lot, though. Yeah. That's very true. He didn't like when he really coached use Arizona. Any, yeah, didn't really use a whole lot of tight ends in Arizona. Exactly. I don't. I couldn't even name a tight end on that team off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It'll be very interesting. Um. Now we're gonna switch it over to NBA a little bit. I know we were gonna talk about the draft, but I'm switch over to the NBA. If you, if the NBA started today, if it just came back today. Yeah. Who do you think would win the NBA Finals? Lakers all the way. Lakers, okay. The Lakers for sure. They for sure would have won that title. The Lakers, they were just so dominant before the season ended. And 
they just have the greatest player of all time, but they have LeBron James. Don't at me on that one, anybody. Don't at me on that one. But in my opinion, LeBron is the best player in the game. Him and AD were going on a, a power trip, and this was LeBron's year. He was an MVP talk, and he's 35. Yeah. Like, he yeah. doesn't get better than that. Come on. Yeah. You don't even have the Bucks. Maybe the Bucks. The Bucks best best record. Like Gian, Gian is definitely he he's a monster, and he, he's going to be next up whenever LeBron's out of the league. But I just don't see the Bucks beating the Lakers. I just can't see it. But who, I've heard a couple people say like the Rockets might win, but the Rockets they they no. they fall too often no. for me to say that they could win a championship, like, especially as a five or six seed. Yes, I can't see it happening. The Rockets, their their small ball would not. It's not going to work in the long run. I don't think. No, because there's some top big men. Like who who's guarding AD in the seven game series? No one. PJ Tucker. Yeah. Come on, that's not happening. Yeah. Now you don't think the Lakers would have a? I mean, not the Lakers. The Clippers would have a chance at stopping the Lakers. They. They definitely would, because their team is, I'm not going to lie, their team is real deep. Yeah, they have like, a very have deep a team, very defensive. Yeah, right. so they have a lot. Their whole starting lineup could be a all-defensive team on their own. Yeah. I mean, like, the Lake, the Lakers and Clippers, that would be a good one-two matchup in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Is that, that, would who, be, that would sell is that who you would have in the Western Conference Finals? Yes. In the Eastern Conference Finals, I could see mm, Bucks Celtics. Bucks because the Celtics, yeah. they have a young team, but they're good. See, I would have, I'd have the Bucks and Miami, Milwaukee, Miami. Oh, those are sleepers. Yeah, I think Miami's a big sleeper. sleeper team. I think Miami's really good. Because the thing with Miami is they have a bunch of. They have a lot of good role players that know how to play their role. Like they don't have a lot of like superstar players. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is their man. Yeah. But they have like Bam on a bio. Duncan Robinson Robinson could shoot the lights out. Yeah. Kendrick Nunn and, and Tyler Hero, two good rookies, have mm-hmm. a lot of promise. Like that team is just all around they're just good. Yeah. Now what do you think about the Raptors? The Raptors, I, they're they, man, Nick Nurse should win Coach of the Year. Yeah, because everybody after losing them. one of the best players in the league. Yeah, they lost Kawhi, and, and as of right still, now, they're 40, 46 and eighteen. Yeah, bro, they're number they're number two as of right now. Yeah, that's right where they left off. That's where they were last year too. Last yep. year they finished the season out at number two. And this year they're doing it with Pascal Siakam. Yeah, I mean, a they I I don't I think they have the star power. Like Pascal Siakam is a he's an all star. Yeah, averaging he's, he's a beast, averaging twenty three points a game. Yes, bro, Pascal. He nobody expected this from him. No, like I couldn't even say I expected this from him. Not at all. Last year he averaged sixteen. Kyle Lowry having a pretty average year, like usual. He's always been an average player. 19, 19 points, four rebounds, home state assist. Yeah, Kyle Lowry, he's like a real – I feel like Kyle Lowry, he's an underrated point guard, but like 
Nah, he's like right in the middle. Because yeah. people don't like overrate him and people don't say like, oh, Kyle Lowry sucks. I haven't really heard that. Mm-hmm. Like Kyle Lowry, he's he's a good I'd I'd have him on my team. He's nice. Yeah. I really like Fred Van Vliet on that team. Oh yeah. Good six man. Perfect. That's a good six man to have. Yeah, he sparks the bench, bro. He's nice. Mm-hmm. Like, even having Serge Ibaka on that team, like leadership, you know what I mean? Serge Ibaka is slept on. Yeah. He's real slept on. Like, he he's he was good back in his OKC days, too. Oh, yeah, he was really good. Serge, Serge Ibaka, he, he was in the running for Defensive Player of the Year at one point. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't – a lot of people don't really talk about him. A lot of people don't talk about Serge Ibaka. I don't know why. I guess because he's not a very household name. Yeah. But he's, hey, he's good, man. Three odd defensive first teams. Yeah. No question. Big question. Who Who's your MVP? <sighs> man, oh, man. It's, my top two. Have to be LeBron and Giannis. Those are the top two. Okay, but when it when it comes down to it, man, this is hard because LeBron he's he's showing this season that he he could be a playmaker too. Yeah, because to me, LeBron's been a point guard his whole life. Yeah. He's just been marked as a small forward mm-hmm. to me. Because way he plays, he's averaging the most assists in the league. Yeah, on the best team in the West. Yeah. But then Giannis, he he's averaging a double double too on the best team in the East. Yeah, like it's it's just so hard because man, I don't I don't know who do you think should win? See, I'm definitely uh, between Giannis and and LeBron, but the way I view MVP, okay, MVP most valuable player. Whenever I think of like someone being valuable, it's like that per makes that team better. Like without them, the team wouldn't be as good. In my opinion, yeah. if the Bucks didn't have Giannis, they'd be maybe like a seven seed or like maybe at most a six seed. If the yeah. Lakers didn't have LeBron, I feel like they would definitely be like definitely contenders in the West. I, I feel I, for I that feel the reason, same I way. Yeah. yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. A lot of people have been trying to say like the Lakers are some sort of super team, but if you look deep into the roster, they're not that they're deep. Not they're not as deep team. as many other teams. No, not at all. If LeBron, LeBron, he just has a certain impact on all teams he goes to. First run with the Cavs, they were good all all the years. Besides like two years, he was there. Mm-hmm. He leaves, boom, they go right to the worst team in the league. Yep. LeBron goes to the Heat. He does good with them. He leaves. Boom. They missed the playoffs like two years in a row. But they're starting to pick it back up again. Yeah. LeBron goes to the Cavs again. Championships. He wins a championship. He leaves right back to the worst team in the league. Like, LeBron has an impact that not a lot of NBA players have on teams. Yeah. He makes teams way better when he's on the floor. Yeah, I agree. LeBron is just that guy. Yeah. But like Giannis does the same thing with the Bucks too. Yeah. But the Bucks have way more help. 
on that team than the Lakers. What? The Bucks are deeper than the Lakers. No. Or sure, I, no. I think the Bucks are deeper than the Lakers. Deeper, yes, but more help, no. There's, I feel like there's a difference between deeper and more help. You have one of the best power forwards in the game also. You're probably the best power forward playing in the game on the Lakers with LeBron. Yeah. Like, that's... That's probably the two top two top five players in the whole league yes. on one team. Like, that's insane. Giannis, he has... Hey, Chris Middleton, he was just an all-star. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Bledsoe, he's he's mediocre. He's not bad. Yeah, but he's not he used, crazy. He used to be going whenever he was younger. Eric Bledsoe used used to be real nice. Mm-hmm. He's not bad at all. No. It's just he doesn't have to contribute that much on that team because that Giannis, he averages like thirty plus points. So like, yeah. And then, but I remember whenever they had Malcolm Brogdon, and they tra- who they trade him to. Uh, went to the Pacers. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man, Malcolm Brogdon was good, but like they weren't getting anywhere with that team that they had. So I guess they had to make some sort of changes. Yeah. Now they're the best team in the East. Yeah. So I mean, that was a good move, I guess. It was an extremely good move. Um, Dwight Howard, I think, is a very interesting character in the NBA. Um. Obviously, he was really good whenever he was younger with the Magic. Pretty good with his first game yeah. with Lakers. Had, but had like difficulties and difficulties with Rockets too. But I think he, I think he found a good fit with LA. Me too. I think he does too. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't fill up the stat sheet, but he does all the things he has to do. Yeah. Like the things he's asked to do. Yeah. Dwight be. Howard isn't being asked to come off the bench and drop fifteen points a game. Yeah, like it kind of sucks that he's pretty late in his career now that he finally, I feel like, he hit a groove with this team. But Oh, yeah, because he he was playing good. Like, he was a good sixth man for that team. Yeah, he was. He, I'm just glad he wasn't asked to go out there and he wasn't trying to show off and show out and go out there and still try to drop 15 points and, like, 12 rebounds because that's not what he has to do on that team. Yeah. Because, like, they have AD, they have JaVale, and JaVale McGee, he's really picked up his career with them. Yeah, he has, for sure. JaVale used to be the Shaq in a full MVP. Now he's the starting center for the league. Like, imagine that. Mm -hmm. If somebody would have told me that, I I wouldn't have believed them. Like, JaVale McGee is really going to be a starting center for the Lakers with LeBron and AD. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. But he really picked it up. Yeah. Like, the Lakers have a bunch of players that know their role. They yeah. know their role. That's why they're so good. Because yeah. the team isn't that deep, but everybody knows their role. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's the biggest part of, like, being a good team. Like, knowing what you have to do day in and day out. Like, knowing what your job is yes. not trying to do more or less. Exactly. You don't have to go out there and do too much, but you still have to go out there and do your part. Yeah. Like, I remember when Rajon Rondo was, he was like an all-star point guard. Now he's just, he's coming off the bench doing his job. Yeah. See, Rajon Rondo, he, he, he's a facilitator, he a too. He's, a, he's an assist machine. Oh, yeah. He had a lot of trouble with other teams. Like, whenever he played for the, the Mavs and the Kings and the Bulls. Yeah. Like, he, he just didn't fit. But now he's on the Lakers. It seems like he, seems like he fits that team. Yeah, because he's, he's a role player. You know what I mean? He's not like a star. He's not like the star Rondo he was in Boston. Anymore. Yeah, that's not him anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I want to switch it up to the uh, to the East, uh, a team that's been struggling a lot this season. Not not sh- like they're still a uh, six seed, I think, but they they're not looking too good um, offensively. I want to say um, Philadelphia seventy sixers. Don't even get me started. Yeah, yeah, Anything that's our team. That's our team. Yeah, they need to start with getting Brett Brown out of there. Yes, that's I don't really like Brett Brown. For, so Jimmy Butler. If you were the GM today, what would you do with this team? Well, first off, I'd have to get. A, they need a new staff. Okay. That that's what they need because Jimmy Butler didn't want to resign with the Sixers because he said they didn't have any structure. And Miami seemed like they were. They want to win. They seem like they want to win. They knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. First off, Brent Brown, you got to go. Next, it, it comes down to Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. Yeah. Who, who would you trade? I mean, Joel Embiid's one of the best big men in the league. But, like, I don't know. If all if Ben Simmons learned how to develop a jump shot, it's it's game over for the entire NBA. Oh, no one's going no yeah, to be able yeah. to stop him. But it's – I think it's the fact that he doesn't. I I, I think you That's have to him. trade him. I think you have to trade Ben. Yes. Uh, yeah, I really think you do. Him and Joel Embiid will not be able to get a championship together because Joel Embiid is playing out of his comfort they, zone. They play like the he... same style of game, and that's not okay only because Ben Simmons is a point guard. Yeah, that's that's why it's not it's never going to work. You can't space Joel Embiid. Yeah, Joel Embiid is a back to the basket center. Yeah, and he does that very well. Ben best Simmons, in the game. Best in the game. Yes, he's arguably the best center. Him and Carl Anthony Towns. Yes, but he he's being Joel Embiid's being forced to like shoot way more threes than he should be shooting. Yeah, like Joel Embiid, if he gets to play his game and play down low and not worry about Ben Simmons not being able to space the floor. He, I'd say he could average at least thirty points. He could average a clean thirty plus yeah. points. He was averaging close to twenty seven last season. Exactly, he could be a MVP candidate in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons. The only thing about trading Joel would be you'd have to surround Ben Simmons with a bunch of shooters. Yeah. That's why people sparked up talks about trading Ben Simmons for D'Angelo Russell, which I wouldn't be opposed to, but like. The, the Warriors dynasty would it, it would spark back up again if they got Ben Simmons, him driving to the paint, kicking it out to Clay or Curry like that. Yeah, he would fit that team too good. Yeah, because he he'd be playing like small forward just because of his height. Exactly, they'd have they'd put him at small forward, but he could do like a LeBron role and sometimes take the ball up yeah, the court he, because you know his ability. That, that's to why pass. I like Ben Simmons because I feel with his height being six ten, being a point guard, like really I wouldn't even like say he's a point guard. He can play anything really. Yeah, he has the mismatch. Whenever he plays point, he has the mismatch on. Every he's like he's like Magic. He's he like Magic against. Johnson. Yes, bro. He has a mismatch on every single point guard he plays against. Yes. So that's why he scores so easily in the paint. Mm-hmm. Now, one like him and the Warriors. One thing I also want to say about the 76ers. I personally, this offseason, this past offseason, very excited to sign Al Horford. Now, not so much. I knew this was I knew this was horrible from the start. Al Horford, I know he's the Embiid stopper, and we got him on our team. But like Al Horford's never been like a real big 
score. Yeah, he's not he's not productive enough for sure. Exactly. This season, he he's he's been okay. Yeah, he's had like this this season. I'm looking at this now. It's his second lowest field goal percentage, other than his rookie year. Yes. Yeah. And he's only averaging twelve points. Yeah. Twelve points. Al Horford, he's out of his prime. They gave him way too much money. Wait, he's overpaid. He's, I think he's the second highest paid player on this team. Yeah, besides Tobias Harris, and that's another story. What about Tobias Tobias? Harris? Is good, but like I would have rather had Jimmy Butler. Yeah, for sure. Jimmy Butler, you see what he's doing with the Heat. Yeah, because he's a leader. Like I don't know if Tobias Harris is a leader. Yes. Jimmy Butler is a leader. He he will lead a team. He's leading that Heat team. Him, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Kendrick. They're Jimmy Butler's just that guy that was gonna go out there and get everybody. Yeah, and right. he was doing it very early on in his career with the Bulls too. Exactly. He whenever the Bulls, whenever Derrick Rose was out and all that stuff, Jimmy Butler was doing his thing. Right? He was getting the Bulls to the playoffs, even though they were like eight seed. Mm-hmm. He was still getting them to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But now, I, I wish the team would add structure, man. Jimmy Butler could have been on this team instead of Tobias Harris. Like, Tobias Harris is good, not, but, not like, he was not worth as much money yeah. as he got. Yeah, he was not worth as much money as he yeah. got. Now, whenever we did in the offseason, whenever I say we, I mean Sixers, we did, like, a sign-and-trade kind of thing. We signed Jimmy Butler and trade him to the Heat for Josh Richardson, yeah. and I'm pretty sure we got a pick out of that, too. I thought this. I thought Josh Richardson was going to be a baller. I'm not saying he's not. It's just not as good as he as he was last year. Yeah, he he's good, but like last year he yeah. he went off. He did he had a last year great year, especially being so young. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Josh Richardson is only 26 yeah. years old, so he he's not out of his no not anything like that. He's still young. So I mean, he he could end up blossoming yeah. into a a real good scorer because he has the defense. Yeah, he definitely has the it's defense. One thing about that whole Sixers team, you can say they have the defense. Amazing defensive team, but like the scoring is just a big question yeah. mark. Yeah, if you look at Josh Richardson's numbers, they're definitely down from last year. He's down three points from sixteen to thirteen, which is like it's a pretty dramatic drop considering his production but we don't use we don't use him as much as the heat would have last year yeah just because we true. have stars like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris yeah I I mean it, w- it wasn't a bad move to get him because we had to replace Jimmy yeah. somehow but like I don't He'll he'll get better soon. Yeah. Now, who do you think? Now we're going just entire NBA landscape. Who do you think is one of the best youngest players in the league? The guy, I think. I think Luka Doncic. Luka. Yeah. What about Trey Young? Twenty-one. Him and Trey Young. That this is like one of the instances, one of the only instances where trading another player 
for another player in the draft has actually benefited both teams. Yeah. But more the Mavericks because the Hawks haven't been doing Oh, too yeah, long. that's crazy. I haven't even thought about that. You're right because the Hawks – no, the Mavs did sign uh, – did draft Trey Young and then traded him to the Hawks. Yeah, and I, I know – I know the Kings are shaking their heads because they drafted Marvin Bagley, yeah. which he hasn't been bad. He's just not like, as productive as these two. Yeah, he hasn't been as productive as Luke and Trey. Yeah, no way. If teams could go back, those would be the clear cut one and two. Yeah. Because Trey Young, he said he wants to be the best three point shooter of all time. Which I don't. Could... I mean, Trey Young could shoot, but I don't think he's beating out Curry. No. Yeah. No way. It's not happening. He's got to do something. Courage is, yeah, courage is that guy. Yeah. Now, um, since we're talking about young players, what about rookie of the year? Jaw, easy. Only reason it's not Zion is because Zion hasn't played enough games. Yeah, for me to say that he could be a rookie of the year. Yeah, for sure. I I hundred percent agree with that. If Zion would have got a chance to play the whole season, bet. Man, I'll put my whole life on the line. Zion would have won the champ. I mean, Zion would have won the rookie of the year. Yeah. Now, who do you think is going to have a better career, Zion or or um, Ja? If Zion could stay away from injuries and keep his body right, I feel like he he could have the better career because Zion's just he. He's a never before seen athlete. Yeah. He's got six six two eighty five, and he's jumping out the gym. Yeah. Like when have you ever seen never. that? Like I I I can see Zion being one of those top guys in the league. Yeah, soon if he doesn't get hurt. Like if he stays healthy, he's gonna be one. Yeah, of those top got, guys yeah, got to stay healthy. That's one of the most important things. Whenever you're that young, oh, NBA, yeah, especially transitioning from college ball, where it's, of course, fewer games, fewer, like a much shorter season. Yeah, Zion's just a big guy. Yeah. It's a lot of weight to be lugging up and down yeah. the court for 82 And that's games. why I liked um, how they kind of kept him out. Of course, he, he had surgery, but um, just teaching him not – how to like yeah, move, how to move how to maneuver properly, his body yeah, with his with that big of a body. Because you 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 gotta be careful when you're that big playing basketball with his hops, him jumping around like that. He landing the wrong way, he's gonna mess up his whole Oh yeah, that can be be dangerous. Um I know. We're gonna switch it to the West with a very I think shocking team that people were very surprised to see this team in the playoffs. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Man, the Thunders—they've been going off. Yeah. No, I couldn't even. I didn't expect them to be in the playoffs this year. I don't year. think anyone did. But Chris Paul, in my opinion, one of the most underrated point guards ever. Yeah. Ever. He's been he's been doing his job, man. Chris Paul. He seems like he's been going out there. He's been balling. Yeah. Chris Paul. Everybody's always – I don't know why people have always overlooked Chris Paul. Like, whenever people mention top point guards, I never hear Chris Paul on that list. Mm-hmm. Ever. Do you think his height has anything to do with it? Him being a smaller guy, not like – doesn't have – he's not, like, great at, like, one specific thing. You know what I mean? He's, he's like, good at, like, most things. He's, like, an all-around player. Yeah. That could have something to do with yeah. it. And maybe his, like – his lack of winning. Yeah, that's very true. Like he hasn't 
really won anything. Mm-hmm. That could be that could be a big thing. But Chris Paul, he's always been a good player for sure. For sure, he's always been a good player, bro. He he's had a he's averaged a double double in his career. Let me see. One, two. One, two, three, four, five, six seasons. Yeah, that's pretty insane for someone of that stature, I guess. Like someone being that small. Yeah, he's only six one. Yeah. Yeah. And he could still score. He still gets his buckets. Mm-hmm. And one guy that's been really balling out on that team, extremely young player, uh Shy Gilgis Alexander. Been balling. And he's been a baller. Yeah. Nobody expected him to break out like this. Yeah, he's averaging um 19-6-3. That's... And that's what they need from him. Shea Gillis Alexander, he... Who was he traded for? He Wasn't he in that Paul George yeah, deal? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was in that Paul George deal. And honestly, I don't, I don't think the OKC Thunder's regretting it. Because Shea Gillis Alexander, he's a real good young mm-hmm. player. And he's he's going to be on that team for a while as long as everything's running smooth, this is only a second season in the yeah. league. He took that jump from ten points to nineteen because he had he knew he had to fill a bigger role. Yeah. So I guess he he stepped it up into that second gear and he's been gone. Yeah, for sure. Um, another player I feel like is I want I'm I'm saying underrated not because like oh he's actually such a good player is one of the best in the league. He's really not, but I think he's one of the best role players in the league. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. Oh, yeah. He, he's he been a good six man this 100%. year. He's, he's in the running for six yeah, man of the year. Yeah, he's averaging 19 points, uh, four rebounds, four assists. That's a pretty solid number. Looking you know off of those stats, you think he's a starter. Man. Yeah. Yeah, he's it's 31 minutes. Him and it seems like him and uh, Chris Paul are kind of split minutes a little bit, but then Schroeder um, yeah. switches in between shooting guard too. But yeah, he's and he's young. Yeah, he yeah that's he was good with the Hawks. I remember whenever he was with the Hawks years ago. He started for a little yeah, while he too was good. with the Hawks. Um, I think that team has a very good uh, center situation too. They've of course Stephen Adams. I think he's one of the league's best. Very underrated, in my opinion. And Stephen Adams, for yeah, he's underrated. Yeah, he, Only thing about Stephen Adams is he just isn't that much of a scorer. No. He's like a very defensive player. Get you boards and play defense. Yeah. Um, and then you have Nerlens Noel as a backup, which I think I think he's a great backup. Yeah, I, he was. I I never thought Nerlens Noel would be a good starting center for the no. team because I remember the Sixers went on that tear of dropping center after center after center yeah. and they had three top centers on their team and Nellis Noel he's been he's been real good as a backup yeah. center having seven points. Yeah there's that's he's been shooting sixty eight from the field. And that's all that you need Best from him. That's all you need from him. You don't need all, like him averaging twenty points or fifteen points. You don't need that. They don't need that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He he's shooting his best field goal percentage ever. He's shooting sixty eight percent from yeah. the field, and that's pretty good. Averaging seven points, hey, that that sounds like a good backup to me. Yeah, um, I want to switch it over to the East. I want to um, go to New York. I want to go to Brooklyn. I want to go to the Brooklyn Nets. I think, I think it's pretty underwhelming what they've done this season. I mean, considering they don't have KD, and then they lost um, lost Kyrie 
earlier, not too early in the season, but they lost in the season. Um, I I think any team Kyrie joins will be a mess. That's Kyrie, I'm not saying he's not a good point guard. I think he's one of the league's best. Definitely top five, if not oh, top yeah. three. Yeah. But it just seems like teams that he goes to, he he carries this kind of drama with him. And I don't think that's intentional, but I just think, like, it's just, it kind of yeah, just happens. Like, him going to Boston, well, before he went to Boston, you know, he wanted to leave LeBron. He wanted to say, like, oh, I can leave my own team. Talking about, yeah, he wanted to be a leader. Yeah. He goes to Boston. He ends up staying only for two seasons. He only stayed for two seasons. And he said he wanted to stay there forever. And it, to be honest with you, if he stayed with them this season, I could see them winning a championship with how good Jason Tatum's playing, Jalen Brown playing really well, like just that young group of kids, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but I I think the Kemba Walker, them signing Kemba Walker was a big Yeah, because he's a leader. That was he's, an A+. Plus. He's humble. You know what I mean? Kemba Walker, he's always been that guy you in need the shadows. That type of leader, especially like having that young of a group. Oh, yeah. Kemba Walker, nobody. He's never been on a real no, team. No, Hornets team has been awful. The Bobcats were this year. Uh, first few years. Oh, they were horrible. Horrible. But he's been. He took. He dropped off by four points, but like. He doesn't really need to average 20. When you have. Anymore. Have Jason yes, Tatum exactly. and Jalen Brown. Yeah, this team's going to be a real good team in yeah. the future. The Celtics, I don't know how they do it, but they always they're always prepared. Yeah. They they know what they're yeah. doing. Now, um, back to Kyrie. Like, all right, so then all that drama started in Cleveland. Then he went to the Celtics. Finally, he's with another team. It's what he wants to be. And, like, it just seems like there's always like locker room drama with him. It always seems like there's something. Yeah. Kyrie brings that all to all the teams he's been with, it seems like, towards the end of his Cavs days, the end of his Celtics days. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's been going on. Kyrie, he's a good player, but, like, I don't know if I'd want him on my team, yeah. really. If he, Unless he could, like, lead the team and show that he's a leader and not bring all the drama to the team. I, I don't know. Yeah. And then all this drama, you know, blah, blah, blah. They lose in the playoffs, and he finally gets traded. No, not traded. He finally signs elsewhere. He goes to the Nets. Yeah, he gets to leave. And it, this looks like, holy shit, like KD and Kyrie on the same team. Like, this is going to be good. This is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. And, of course, KD out with his Achilles. Kyrie, you thinking, like, all right, this was an eight-seed team, this Brooklyn team last year. Uh, maybe even get it higher because they had D'Angelo Russell. and With D'Lo. Yeah. Exactly, and D'Lo's a he's a good point guard too. I think. He's yeah, up there. and you have Kyrie on your team, so you got to think like, oh, this is gonna be a really good team. I, if if I'm not mistaken, I think they're still an eight seed. Um, granted, Kyrie isn't isn't playing. He missed a lot of time, but it's just in the the coach leaving because, and he said yeah, in, in many fired, he, in, he said in many interviews and articles that like he just didn't want to coach KD and Kyrie. Yeah, because he knows Kyrie just he's a different yeah. he's he just brings drama. Yeah, I to think teams. that's an absolute absolutely wild scene. Like a coach tank, he doesn't want to coach the coach to uh two of the best players in the world. You know what I mean? Exactly. He just no, I don't want to coach these yeah, players. That's crazy. That's crazy. 
that just shows that Kyrie just brings so much drama. Kyrie only played 20 games with the Nets this yeah. season. Because he was out. What did he mess yeah, up his he knee said he messed or up shoulder? Something, but he really didn't need surgery. He said he was going to get surgery on this, blah, 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 blah. He's just he's throwing But I don't know what's going on with it. I think this team next year when Katie's healthy – I think I don't think KD's going to take this step down. He's still going to yeah. be that dominant player yeah. that he is because yeah. he could shoot. Like he, his game isn't centered around like jumping around, driving to the basket. Like KD could spot up from anywhere yeah. on the court, and he'll make it. Yeah, it's interesting. We got a lot of interesting stuff going on in the NBA, but um, I think that's I think that's all the time we have for today. So I want to thank you, Dre, for joining me talking about the NBA and. Uh, early on the podcast, we're talking about the NFL. Um, anyone wants to follow Dre on Instagram? His Instagram and Snapchat will be linked in, linked in the podcast podcast description below, and so will my Instagram and and, yes, and Snapchat. So it's nice having you, Dre. Hope we can do this again soon. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you have listened this far into it, and um, hope you guys have a good rest of your day. We'll be uploading pretty soon.